Agut Mokhra Boisai. Ah! Lili Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmus Mordechai. Raboisai, I want to do something I've never done before, but I need the participation of the Oilam. Since we have probably at least 10 guests here in the room, I'm going to ask all the guests to come to the front. Instead of me calling you out, you come to me. Shalom, get over here. Yitz, you got to. Let's go. Get over here. I, you know what? Maybe the, maybe the people that are in the base measure should come to the front and they get. Like, come, let's go, let's go, let's get over here. Everybody, everybody. Shalom Aleichem. Well, well, we'll do this slowly here. Everybody, come, come. Wow. This taka, I don't, I don't want to count, but there's a lot of guests. Come, let's go. And somebody take status for Shalom Rand, okay? If you weren't here in Shloshim Yom, you're a guest. Come. Wow. We got to go, like, all. Here, I'm going to get off you guys here. Okay. You ready? Come. You come here. Come, come, come. All right. What is your name? We'll start with you. What's your name? David Azarad. David Azarad. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom. Rand. Shalom Aleichem. You're also Hatzalah? No. But you know these, these machas from New York. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Rand. You. You gave yourself already. Your guest, though. Shalom <laughs> Aleichem, what's your name? Moshe Ben Murgi. Moshe Ben Murgi, oh, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're here for a few times. Shalom Aleichem. Barry Gross. Barry Gross from London. Son. Micha Gross. Micha Gross, Shalom You? Moshe Stengel. Moshe Stengel from? New York. No, from here. From okay, whatever. You'll, when you figure it out, what's your name? From? Oceanside, Long Island. Oceanside, Long Island, Shalom Aleichem. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody take a good picture here. Stand over there, Yosef. Get up. What's your name? Jonathan Newhoff. Newhoff. Jonathan Newhoff. From? From? You're friends with Hill on that book. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Talk about a different. Shalom <laughs> Aleichem. Hirsch. Shalom Aleichem. From? Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Shkoyach. My son, Jake. Shalom Aleichem. Wow. A lot. Bar Mitzvah Bochum. Mazel Tov. Binyamin, how come you didn't come over here? There's another guest here. Ah, And we have, who else is a guest that didn't show up here? There's more. Binyamin, get over here. Your guest, your guest. Okay, you guys can go back to your seat. We can start this year in a second. You, not you. This is Raboisai Binyomin Jeremias, who finished Shas, Bavli, and Yerushalmi. And wrote seven Svarim. Shkoyach. Okay. Whew. I just want to show you, I don't have a lot of emails. That's why I did that. Um, if you look at the screen, you'll see... Gedalia Miller from Kesher Nafshi, also a big part of the Shir, and he's pumping the daf at Kesher Nafshi, that beautiful place they have there this year, this week, and that's of course Peretz Chaim Levin. Now, all right, I'll just say this real quick. You spoke about the importance of encouraging others with donating tzedakah unanimously. It's not, this might not be a real word unless you're from Ponovich. I was thinking this probably applies to learning as well. Last night I was at a family simcha and a nephew asked me if I still did the dot because he used to hear my emails told over to him by the Chavrusa and now he only hears about Yochanan's emails about Rafi the barber. So here's my email saying, hello, I'm still Baruch Hashem doing the daf. You know what? Yichap what tonight is, Rabbi Isai? Tonight is three years into the daf. Three years. That means three years ago today we moved into this base medrash. Three years old. And we're doing the daf for three years. Some of us, Baruchas, Brachas Dav base three years ago. It's unbelievable. So, he's still doing the Dav, and you should come for all you do. Anonymously, it's the Iskowitz, P.S. Good Shabbos and Good Vach from Lakewood. 
Howard Weiss says, how did you not ask your father for a bracha after you spit at? A good Shabbos. All right, we'll go straight into the sponsors. The coil is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The Masech is sponsored. Success from our children. Kalman will do another one. Kalman Walchuk, in honor of the engagement of God Elbaz. God Elbaz! I remember he used to do this year, I don't know if he still does. So Mazel Tov, and the recent wedding of Mailuch Kohn. Mazel Tov. Maybe it's a joke. Yeah? You know what? We're still taking sponsorships for Mailuch's wedding. <laughs> Avi Sherman, just three and a half years until the cruise on the occasion of Ches Tevis. Mazel tov to all the brachas, daf bezers, and Temdi wine, especially rebellion, our third year anniversary. May we all be zoicha to complete chats together with you. And the art is sponsored by Anonymous. Rabbi Shabbos, I want to tell you a story that happened to a few of us here in the room just recently when we were on a safari, and that's to do with the parsha. I thought. I didn't do the Aparsha Vart this week, and I wasn't going to say this one, but as it happened, it hit me. I got to tell you, it's unbelievable. I told it to Binyamin today, so you already heard it, but other than that, I didn't tell it to anybody, really. We're on a safari, we're in Kenya, and the way the safari works, you have to get up really early, because the animals are, they, they go to sleep, sort of, when the sun comes out. They don't like lions, all that stuff, they, they don't like the heat, but they hunt during the night, and during the night you can't really see anything, so you get up really early and you see them as right before sunrise. So we decided we're going to get up, obviously really early, Davin, Davin Basikin. And as soon as we're done Davening, we made up a time, let's say 6.30, we're going to all meet by the jeeps. We're going to meet by the jeep and we're going to go. So we're, we Davin and everything is good, and we get to the jeep, and there was one guy in the group that was a big Ovid. He's a big Ovid. He loves davening, long davenings. Everybody knows. He has 20 minutes from an essay, the whole thing. Big Ovid. Now, we, we warned him the night before. We're not, there's no Ovid now. We're, we're on a safari. You'll do your Ovid later. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. We get to the Jeep, and he's nowhere to be found. So we all go to his room, and of course, he's smack in the middle. He's, he's dancing. I'm serious. He's dancing up and down. We chop him, we slap him, he says, Nuah, ah, Nuah. So he comes with his towels and fill and he goes on the Jeep. Kids are, he's on the Jeep, and he's, he's standing, and he's davening, he's davening. And we hear him, he gets to Yishtabach. G's in the house. Another, another, another guest. Kids are, the, the guests are coming in. They're flowing in. You missed it, you missed it. Are you guests from Yishtabach? You missed it. Fine. So... We go out, we're going, we're going, we're going. And he's davening and davening. All of a sudden, the driver, he says, guys, there's a servo. Servo. Uh, I'm going to show you what a servo is real quick. The servo, here. It, it's larger than a cat, but it's nothing close to like a cheetah inside. It's like a one and a half size times a cat, twice. It's, it's actually, my son has the grandson of this cat. Whatever. This is F1. Kids are whole. People that have gone to the safari 20 times, 30 times, they've never seen this thing. 
It only, it's during the night, you can't see it. It's very hard to see it. <laughs> and actually Gary took some, I don't know if you still have it. He has a video of it hunting right next to us. It, was, it decided to hang out next to us. And it was doing all this stuff. As soon as the driver said servo, the guy with his towels and fill him, he gave me a to say the story. He started screaming, a servo, a servo. I'm like, dude, you're in the middle of diving. A servo, I haven't seen a servo in my life. I've been this far every year for the last 30 years. I've never once seen a servo. You have what's going on here, there's a servo. I'm like, chill, it's a servo. Gary actually, I'm not, Gary tells the driver, keep on going, it's just a cat. <laughs> I'm like, Mishugana, it takes 20 years to see one of these. Servo. And we're sitting there and he tells the driver, you gotta move forward. Shh, everybody, quiet, quiet. You could scare away the servo. Ellie, don't, don't, you're pushing your phone to a kid's here. Like, you're in the middle of davening. Servo, servo. Kids are, uh, this is going on. Am I exaggerating, Gary? Say them. Am I exaggerating? So true. <laughs> okay, hold on. Say, are you watching? What? <laughs> Until the servo. Okay. <laughs> okay, so after we, we left the servo, the guy goes, Ooh, I have to start over from Yishtabach now. <laughs> so, okay, sir, okay. And as the story happened, I was thinking to myself, wow, I finally understand when we learn in Chumash every single time that when Yosef at Tzadik met Yaakov Avinu for the first time after 22 years, so the Torah says that Yosef jumped on Yaakov and he hugged him and kissed him. And Rashi says, yeah, but Yaakov Avinu didn't kiss him back because he's in the middle of Kriya Shema. The power, the, the gvura that that is, Here's a guy that didn't see a servo and he couldn't control himself. He knew he's wearing tefillin and everything. He starts screaming there. You're allowed to talk. You're not allowed to talk. I don't know. I'm over I'm not over right now. I got to see the servo. And Yaakov Avino, he didn't see his son. We, there was a guy, a few times we had children that were lost, you know, for a day, two days. And you go on searches and the whole community is going crazy. Where's this kid? Where's this kid? And here for 22 years, he doesn't know where his kid is. 22 years. Just to picture it. He finally, here he is. What does he look like? I, let me give him a little kiss. Okay, I'll say Shema later. No, he didn't move. Didn't move. He's a middle Korean Shema. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry for that. Okay. What is this? Who had a grandson? You? Oh, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. That's right. We actually mentioned it in Shir, didn't we? I think we mentioned it. All right. If we didn't, Mazel Tov. We have a brand new parak here. One of the most famous Prokim in Shas. Naira Morasa. You'll see why I said the story. Before share. Now we've got to be serious a little bit. It's not hard stuff. A lot of lambdas, a lot of gishmaka stuff. So, <laughs> you remember last month's Shabbos? There's noise like that? Yerushalayim. Same guy. He follows me wherever I go. Whatever. He likes to do it. But Yaakov, you had a grandson, but you got to take care of your phone, my friend, before you come in here. Thank you. Okay. Here's the parsha, Raboisai. I don't know if you can read it. You probably can't. I'll read it, a lot of it for you. And basically what you have here is yellow, green, and blue. This is the parsha of Nedarim. We spoke, we picked out a word here, a word there. If a person makes a nether, can't take it back. We just had it the other day. It has to be every single word. Okay. Here it goes. Here's the yellow. 
if a girl, a woman, made a nether, we're talking about a girl here, when she's still a naira, I could show you this real quickly here. If we all know this, it's good to see it again. There's a ktana, naira, and begeris. A ktana is from zero to 12. Naira is from 12 to 12 and a half, depending if she has simona or not, but let's just call it 12 to 12 and a half. And from 12 and a half to 120, she's a begeris. So we're talking about a naira. Begeris is not in the, she's not in her father's domain at all. A ktana and a naira are. So when it says naira, means ktana, ktana means naira, it's all the same. Ktana and naira is one category for today. Okay. So her father, Veshoma Avis Nidra, he heard that she made a nether of us, Vesara, Asha Asra al Nafsha, Vechrishla Avia, and he was quiet. Become a column of the Rev, a Chalisa, Asha Asra al Nafsha Yakum. Kiyum. What does Kiyum mean? The nether is Makuyim. So, what a father could do is, if his daughter makes a nether, he could be Mefer the nether, he has two choices. He could be Mefer, or he could be Mekayim. Mefer, he says, it's nothing, what you said is Shtosim, continue living your life as if you didn't make a nether. Or you could say, nope, that's a great idea, you should be on a diet, you're not allowed to eat any food anymore, Shalom Yisrael. Kiyum. And he has to do this all within one Day, the first day he hears it. Okay. Now, if he was Mayfair, he's Mayfair, Shalman Yisrael. That's a parsha. The yellow is the parsha of uh, Naira Akhtana in the household of her father. Now, Pasuk Zion Green, you probably can't see it, but I'll read it for you. It says, V'im ha'yoysilish. There's a vav. Shkoyach. So that vav, it's, uh, if you probably can't see, but you look, there's a little yellow line there. I made it highlighted. There's a vav. Vav, vav moisif alin yirishoin. So it's a continuation of the yellow. There's an addition to the yellow. That what? V'im ha'yoysilish, unadarea Now she is... What is it? So we're going to say, the Gemara is going to be Masber like this. The green is Arusa, the blue Parsha is an Asua. Nesua is after Arusin. So here, this is Arusin. Arusin means he gives his Kala a ring. Yes, she's wearing a wedding dress, but I just did it on purpose to show how powerful Arusin is. He's considered a husband, she's a wife, but not fully. The father still has a say over here. Nisuin is the final stage of chuppah. Today we do it together, we do Erosin and Nisuin together. In those days, there could have been a year between Erosin and Nisuin. But Erosin is not, to be confused with what we do today, engagement. Although we could call it an engagement just L'sabris Eisen, but it's a lot more powerful. They're married in a way. They're married with Erosin only. With Erosin, with a ring. There's a ring, no chuppah. Huh? She's the Eishasish, the called Dover. But it doesn't kick the father out of the parsha yet. He's still involved. He still could decide that he doesn't want this, his girl to have a nether. But she has a husband. So who is he to decide? So what, that's the Mishnah that both of them decide together. We need both of them to say that the nether is not a nether. Okay, so we go back. Yellow is when she's completely in the father's domain. Blue is when she's completely in the husband's domain. Green is where she's in both of their domain. She's in Arusa. So we have 
the father involved and we have the husband involved. And that's what it says. And if she, this Naira, she's not a Begaris yet, she's still a Tana or a Naira. Isha means her husband. He heard about it that day. We only has one day. He could decide to be Mekayimit, to say that it's a good nether. And he does a farah, he breaks it. And then the final parish from Beis now she's completely married. This is after Chopah. Once a woman gets married with Chopah, the father goes bye-bye. He has no connection to his daughter in terms of, of control. The whole thing again. Okay. Fine. That's the big long parasha. Says the Mishnah. Now we're only dealing with the middle parasha, the green. Erusin. Naira Hamoirasa. A Naira again is. Naira is between. 12 and 12 and a half, let's say. But the Ran explains to us that it's not only talking about a Naira, it's talking about from 0 to 12 and a half. It's telling you even a Naira. Naira, Amirasa, Avila, Avia, Ubala, Mefirim, Nidereha. You need both of them, the father and the husband, or the Chassan, we could call him a Chassan, just not to be confused, because there's only Eris in here. Both of them have to together decide that they don't want the nether. Okay? Now, if I stop right over here and I ask you a question, what if only one of them decided it's not a nether? And the other one said it's a good nether. What's that wacha? It's not a it's not a good afara. You need two people to be made for. So it's a good nether. So then the Mishnah continues. And now, just as to make to make a point here, it says in the Ran that we're talking about even Nidarim Mugdamim. We're going to go into that. It's a, it's a new concept, I know. A lot of new stuff here, and Gishmak Alumnus today. Mugdamim is just the concept of Nidarim that were before the husband's time. There is no such thing as a Mugdam by a, hus- by a father, because the father usually knows his daughter from the day she's born. Yeah? So anything that she does is Mugdam by the father. There's no Mugdam by a father. But there's a nether, let's say she made a nether on Tuesday morning. And Tuesday afternoon, she got engaged. So the nether pre-existed before she was engaged. Even that, we're going to see in our sugya, all the way to the end, that the father and the husband get together, and they're made for a nether that didn't exist in the husband's lifetime, so to speak. Okay. Top of Samach Zayinam now. If only one of the two... Did the hafara, he annulled the nether. Hey, ferab, or only the husband did, not the father. Now, what's the obvious question? Why does the Mishnah have to say it? We already said, you need you need both the father and the husband. So the Mishnah had no reason to repeat itself and say, oh, and if only one of them did it, it doesn't work. And then the Mishnah says, you don't even have to say, like sometimes people say, I shouldn't be speaking Lashon Hara, but anyways, you heard about Ruve and he did this and this and that, or in Shabbos Giret, uh, I shouldn't be saying this in Shabbos, but Lamaisa, I want to sell you my car. You don't have to say it, but you know, I'll say it anyway. 
And of course, I, sh- I, shouldn't, I don't need to say it, and I shouldn't say it, but you should know that if one out of the two, let's say the husband decided, the nether is a good nether, I'm a kind of nether, oh, it's a good nether. So the, it's redundant. So don't say it. If you don't have to say it, why are you saying it? So the Gemara, the fact that we said the top words, you can learn from the first six words of the Mishnah. That in order for a nether to be mufer, in order to annul a nether, you need both the father and the husband. Now, of course, if one of them doesn't, so you don't have both of them. It says mufer in the ratio, you need both of them for afaro. I would have thought that it's either or. It doesn't mean you need both. Sometimes that's the law. U means. Or, so let me ask you a question. So if you were writing the mission, it's just right. And not one of them. Just continue and not one of them. So the Ran says, you can't say it like that because then you're going to think it's only referring to one out of the two. Maybe, and not the husband. But the father could do it by himself. Or, or maybe it's only the father he needs to, but the husband could do it by himself. So therefore we say these extra words. That's basically what we're doing here. So you don't think it's one and not the other. Okay, fine. The last words of the Mishnah, you don't even have to say that if one of them was Mekayimit, he said the nether is a good nether, of course it's a good nether, nobody could break that nether. You don't even have to say it. If you're telling me that if, forget about being Mikhaim, one did Afara, let's say the father does Afara, he says, I've been nulling the nether, and the husband was quiet. What's the halacha? It's not a good, it's not a good nether. So, and if the husband not only was quiet, but he said, it's a great nether, so of course it's good. It's Hainu it's within, it's not even Loizu Avzu, says the Ran. It's worse than a Loizu Avzu. Sometimes, the Mishnah says a small chiddush and then says a, a larger chiddush. Over here, it's not even a larger chiddush. It's already said. It's within the same words. When you say that the husband was mekayimet, in those words, the husband was quiet. Mekayim is even a step further. So it's not even a. It's not. A, you're not adding. You're not adding a thing. Zero. It's within the same words. Why do I have to say it? I just did a drawing here. Why not make it interesting? Here we go. It's one, two, three, four, five, five steps here. We have a Kala. We have a girl. She made a nether. Comes the father. It could be the father or the husband. doesn't matter. Let's, let's say it's the father. It's a shver. It's thing shver. He's Mikhaim the nether. He says, great idea. You want to abstain from, you don't want to eat chocolate for the rest of your life? Great idea. No chocolate. Okay, I'm asking. Comes the husband, we call him the chassan, he's a chassan because he's holding a ring. We're talking about Arison now. He's not, she's not after Nesuin, it's only Arison. So we have to say, we have to remember, he's holding a ring, he's the ring guy, not the chuppah guy. And he does hatara. So the way, I just took this from Yoshi, gave me some assets, I put them together. He said, kiyom, it's a good nether, it's like a lock. That's it, it's locked in. Hatara, you unlock it. And then he has a farah, you break the lock. Okay, we'll get there in a second. 
So what happened was in step two, the father said it's a good nether, good nether. Shalom Yisrael. Comes the chassan and says, well, I want to know the nether. But you need both of them. Goes the shver, the father, and he goes to Abezdin. He says, listen, I made a mistake. I said, Mikayim, Kiyom, it's terrible for a marriage, whatever. He found the new things. Chocolate is good for her health. So they say, okay, we're going to annul your Kiyom. We're undoing your Kiyom. We're breaking the fact that you did a Kiyom. And then he wants to do a Torah. Step five. The shver goes and does a Torah. So now what do we have? We have in step three, the husband did Atara. In step five, the father did Atara. So you have both of them that did Atara. Both of them said the nether is not a nether. I would think that it's not a nether. Why? Because both of them did Atara. And why is it not good? Because they have to be able to do it at the same exact time. So, oh, do it again. Do it together again. That's Machloikis. If they could do it together again. So what happens is the husband did Atara, and because at one point it wasn't a good Atara, why? Because the father did a Kiyom. So it's Kiilu, it's Mevatal is Atara. His Atara in step three is nothing. And because it's nothing, so the Atara of the father doesn't, is not Mitzar if there's Atara. That's what's going on here. So let's see inside. I have a chiddush here. The Gemara is saying, one of the two, either the father or the husband. In this case, in the picture, it's the father. He was mekayim. He said it's a good nether. One was mefir. And one, maybe I should have done it differently. Let me see. Maybe I should have done that the kim have to happen after that Torah. Okay. I don't know if it makes a difference, but just to be together with the Gemara. And the Makayim, the, the father went, he went to Bezdin and he said, I, I regret it, that I was Makayimit. And they said, okay, let's undo it. The fact that he was Makayimit, that we undo, it's Kilu, he was Makayimit. Nabevasachas, the Ran explains it. They don't have to do that far at the same exact minute, but within the same period of time, same the same day. Okay. So a number of things here. So the Ran asks, well, that's a very big chiddush. Here, look, it's five steps. You can't combine three and five. That's a nice chiddush. And you're telling me that those are the words, ve'ein. You don't even have to say it. Well, you do have to say it. It's a nice chiddush. So what's vein tzorich loymar? Yeah, it's a good kasha. You hear? You hear the kasha? So he says, ein tzorich loymar is just going on the fact that if one does a kiyom, then the other one that does a farah is nothing. Okay, that's ein tzorich loymar, Right? If I tell you, is this a chiddush, Rabbi If I tell you a chiddush. If the father says it's a good nether, and then the husband comes along and says it's not a good nether, then the husband can't do anything. The fact that he says it's not a good nether is not enough. That ain't Tzarek Loimar. I don't have to tell you that. Says the Ran, that's what the Mishnah is saying. The Mishnah is saying, the simplest fact, I don't have to repeat. So then why did you repeat it? Oh, you repeated it to tell me this chiddush, that three and five doesn't go together. You hear? 
It's a little bit schwer. Hold on. Let's, let's just get three and five first, then we'll talk three and four. All, all the Ran is saying is that there is a big Chiddush here, and Ve'en Tzorch Loimar, obviously he's not going on the Chiddush. Ve'en Tzorch Loimar is going on a non-Chiddush. There's a non-Chiddush part here. But so why are you telling me non-Chiddushim? I'm telling you non-Chiddushim so that you should figure out there's a big Chiddush hidden behind the scenes. That's Ein Tzorch Loimar. I don't need to tell you a non-Chiddush. The non-Chiddush is that two and three, if the father does Kiyom and the husband does Hatara, there's no Hatara. That I don't need to tell you. Oh, so, so why did you tell it to me? Because you're a Chacham and you could figure it out yourself. That it means that if there's four and five, it still doesn't work. That's, that's what's going on there. Well, there's another question. We're doing, uh, we're doing a Chashva Perik here. Let's just say some Gishmaka stuff. The Rashba asks, what's the halacha if a woman says, not to confuse you, but this is simple stuff. If the husband says, I'll marry you, I heard you have a little bit of an issue that you do nadarim. You like to do nadarim every day. So not, I'll only marry you on condition they have zero nadarim on you. And she says, no, don't worry about it. I don't have any nadarim. And then she runs to the Rav and she says, listen, <laughs> I just got engaged and I lied to my chassan. I told him I don't have nadarim, but I have a lot of nadarim. Could you annul all of them for me? And he says, no problem. They're all annulled. What's the halacha? Engaged or not engaged? Huh? Not engaged? Engaged. The father and son are arguing. Now, let me tell you both, both Zadim. Once you go to the Rav and he knows the nether, it's as if there's zero nether. She never made a nether. So she didn't lie. Retroactively, she removed all the nedarim. Engaged or not engaged? Engaged. Talach is engaged. So if I go to the Rav and I know the nether, I said I don't have any darim, but I did have nedarim. Then I go to the rav, and he knows it. He's matterit. It's as if I have zero ned there. So I have zero ned there in our sugi also. Let's go back to, to, to that chart. Step four: the father goes to the bezdin, and they say you never did step two. Step two never happened. So if step two never happened. Why can't I combine step three and five? Hatar and hatar is great. Step two that he, the father's mekayim. I already went to bezdin, and bezdin got rid of it. Oh, so Yosef is saying good, and that's basically what the Ran is saying. The Ran is saying it's different than Kiddushin. Over here, it's a question of how do you, com- you need to combine, and he says, maybe we should see it inside. This is a beautiful thing here. It's like four lines from where it becomes wide. We have some time here, a little bit. He says, four lines from, not, not the first wide, the second, the very, very wide lines. Four lines above that. Uledilav kushi cloud clouds not even a, it doesn't even start says the rat why the kedushim it talks about myself gomor when I do a full act by kedushin I've got the calls manchly tirely highly if she never went to the rav it's not a good kedushin you right ki hitira but if she does go to the rav I'm reading the gloy milsel dimikara highly I'm just doing this inside because it's so beautiful he says when you go to the rav it's as if it never even happened so she could be engaged to the guy avalafar the chad mahani kosholit fei but when you do over here, in our case, it's different, it's weaker. Why? When it comes to, in our case, you need a father and you need a husband together. They both operate in union. And, he, uh, and more. This is a beautiful line here. They have to be right to, to, to combine. Later on it says, 
You hear this? It's unbelievable. In order for the husband and the father to do hafara to the nether, they have to be alive at the same time and do the hafara. What if the father does hafara in the morning and then he croaks, he dies, and then the husband says, let me do my hafara right now? No good. They both need to be alive at the same time. So based on this idea, they both have to be alive at the same time and they both have to do it at the same time. So it doesn't help me that I went to a Bezdin and I know that I took away my kiyom. Because when the husband did his atar in step three, it wasn't at the same time as the husband. Because at the same, that time, the husband, the, the father did a, a kiyom and the husband did a hatara. So they didn't have it. It's like, it's as if the father was dead then, says the rabbi. You said that the, the woman went to the rope and he annulled the uh, neighbors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got to the rope and her Maybe she could. Who says she can't? We're talking about that the, the, the husband's doing for her, the father's doing for her. She doesn't. Obviously, she made another. She doesn't want to go to the rope. Her father is forcing her. But okay, could, probably could. Fine, let's go weiter. So that's the terrace on the Rajbal. Benaira Amoroso, there was a Sefer, I just I remember now in, in uh, Brooklyn, somebody wrote a Sefer, somebody I know very well wrote a Sefer, and he wrote there, uh, uh, he had a question from the Rukhi Vegar, and he says, I don't, the, the, the Rukhi Vegar's cash is nothing. And he says an answer. So there's a Roshiva in, in New York, in Brooklyn. He read, he was, he was learning with the Olam, the, the, the Sugya, and he opened up the Sefer. He says, look what this guy wrote. He took the Sefer and he threw it on the floor. <laughs> Famous Rosh Hashiva. He says, how did he talk like that? You can't talk about the Rikiveger, loy kashamidi. But anyways, you see, Rishonim, Rishonim, here's the Ran, spoke about the Rosh, he says, Luladi laf kushi klal, nothing, doesn't even start. Anyway, says the Gemara, Venaira Mirosa, so now we're going to a little bit of a sugi here, Yishmaka sugi grada, and very simple. Let me just tell you what's going to be here. The fact that, let's go back to those psukim a second. How do you know this idea? How do you know that a husband needs the shver to combine together and go to be made for the nether? And we have these three parishes, yellow, green, and blue. Yellow is a father by himself, his daughter's not engaged. Green is the fact that the daughter's engaged, and blue is that she's married. Now, how do you know that the green is engaged and married? How do you know what? And that's what we're going to be discussing here. It's very interesting that the Ran says, he says in Ahmed Beis, he says a Lushan, like, this is the Derech of the Gemara. We go nice and slow. We know the idea. We know the concept. We're going to say it right now. We're going to blurt it out. And then we're going to go reverse engineer it, and we're going to see how we got to that thing. It's a, a very short sogi actually, for today. says the Gemara like this. How do you know, where does it say in the Torah that you need both a father and a husband? Maybe one of them is enough. In the green parasha, where it says that this girl got engaged, and, when the, and she made a nether, so it's a continuation of the yellow. The yellow parasha is when she has a father and the father is in charge and she, he could take her nether and throw her into the garbage. It could be made for a nether. It's a continuation. Now she added another man to her life. 
So now that man, he is made for the nether, but together with the, with the father, not by himself. End of the story, end of the sugya. How do I know? From this pasuk. Look, it says first that the father can be made for, then it says she got married, she got engaged. So Meila means the father and the chasam. And now we just have to figure out why. Maybe the whole green parsha over here is talking about a married woman. Whoa, that can't be. Why can't it be? The obvious. Because we have a blue parsha, and that, that's talking about a married woman. So green can't be married woman, it has to be engaged woman, because blue is married. Can't have two parishes saying the same thing. Well, maybe we have two parishes, and one is a chiddush. They're both saying the same exact thing, you're right. Both saying that if a woman gets married, her husband could annul her nether. Rabbi side question, if a woman gets married with a chuppah, everything, could the father annul the nether? Why not? Because she's done with the father for life. She has nothing to do with him. He has zero control over her. So in Mela, the parsha says that the husband annuls the nether. So why do you need a second parsha? To tell me a chiddush of kaitman. What's kaitman? A nether that happened before you even knew her, before they were married. Sheina bal mefer bekaitman. You can't. Says the Gemara, Zdaf Samach Zayinom the Beis, sponsored by Rabbi Heber for Bracha Parnas Laslacha for his entire family and everyone learning the Daf, and also Laslacha for the members of the HBA group and their families. Says the Gemara, Memelo Shamis Mino. It says Mefurish in the third parish in the blue parish that a husband cannot annul a previous nether. Uh, where's the Lashon here? Bekitzer, it says Mefurish over here, he cannot annul. So once it says that it's already, the, the, the nether is already there, well, let me see the Lashon. Um, where's that Lashon? Bekitzer, what? Bekitzer, the, the nether is there. And, and if I already have this halacha from the third parsha, then I don't need the second parsha. It says that a husband cannot be made for a kaidam, and it says a husband can be made for, so I don't need a second parsha. So I don't need, right, so that's the kasha. Why do I need the second parsha? So that's, that's one territory. Boy, same, another one, havaya kiddusha mashma. The second parsha says, vimhoyoy sielish. That's a lashon of Erison, not Nisuin. And Memela, that's how I know that yellow, the first parasha, is a, a girl by her father and nobody else is involved. The second parasha is talking about a Narusa. Third parasha is talking about a Nisua. Says the Gemara, Ema av l'chudei mefer. Oh, so this we need a little bit to, to see what the Ran says. I'll just spare you, I'll, I'll say the Ran outside. Maybe it's referring to the fact that the, the father has the control here. He's the one that can be made for him. What about the psukim that say that the, the husband also has control? No. What that means is that the husband could be mekayim. He could ruin it for the father. 
the, the only one that could be Mayfair, ask the Gemara. Maybe the only one that could be Mayfair. You know, we're going step by step in these parshas. How do we know that we're talking about the father and the, the husband together? How do you know what each one could do? I'll prove it to you. Very, very simple. Perhaps, now we're in a question. Perhaps the, the father is the one that says, I'm annulling the nether. I'm Mayfair the nether. The husband doesn't have the right to do that. But the Torah talks about a husband. Oh, the husband could decide it's a good nether. He can't decide it's a bad nether. He can do one thing. It's a good nether. Then the father could jump and scream, I want an old nether. Too bad on the father. That's how much power the husband has. That's it. The Ran says, like, if we're going to go say chiddush, we could go to the smallest of the chiddushim. That will be the smallest chiddush here in this part. That the husband has the right to say yes, not to say no. Maybe the father alone has the kayak to be mefer. So you could, if you have a pencil, stick in here. But the, the husband could be mekayim. It doesn't say that in the Gemara. It says the father could be mefer. What about the husband? That, for that you need to run. The husband could do something. A little bit. What could he do? He could say it's a good nether. But he can't say it's a bad nether. Lamali. Why is this possible? That what? Wait a minute. The father has the right to annul his daughter's nether all by himself. So of course, when the arus is not around. So the Gemara says, but wait a minute. So this is the svar that we said before a little bit. Maybe the father, let's turn it around. Maybe a father needs the arus, the husband, but who told you that the husband himself doesn't have a power? The, 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 the Pasuk says, if she gets engaged, then the husband could be made for another. Now you want to tell me that the father is also involved there. Why? Because a little vav here. The vav connects the two parishes. Don't forget about the father. The father had power. Very good. Maybe the father has power only in conjunction with the husband. But the husband has more power than the father. The husband can do it by himself. The father needs the husband. But if the father needs the husband, then he didn't gain anything. What does he do? The husband can do it by himself. And the father can't do it by himself. He needs the husband. So the husband does everything. Oh. Then what does the father do here? That's the story we just said a second ago. That he does have a little power that it can ruin it for the husband. He could say it's a good nether. But he cannot, he could say yes, he can't say no. If it's true that the Arus, this husband, could do it by himself. This is, this is the answer of the Gemara. Base Isha Nadara. This is the parasha, the blue parasha. This is the parasha of an Asua. Why do I need that parasha? If the engaged husband, engaged husband, a new, a new Muslim, engaged husband, could be made for his wife's nether all by himself without the, without the father, then why do I need a parasha of an Asua? If, if you go back, if in the green parasha, the parasha of the Arus, the husband is the only one in charge, so of course, when he's the only one involved and there's no father at all, because everybody over here said before, 
Now once you get married, married chuppah, the father goes bye-bye. So of course it's only the husband and he could do, he could be made for the nether. If he's engaged, he doesn't need the father. So certainly when he's not engaged, when he's completely married. Fine. Now the more ask a question. Maybe he'll say, no, the Pasuk, about an Nesua, is telling us a Chiddush. And by the way, these are all steps to get to the bottom line. What's the bottom line? How do I know that I need a husband and a father to be made for the girl's nether? How do I know I need both? So we're going through all the steps here. Now, question. In Beis almost Dara Boisai. Three more lines and Shema Yisrael, Gary can go home. Maybe this possible is going to say something else. It's going to say that a husband doesn't have the power, like we said before, to be made for a nether that it pre-existed his marriage. Oh, and here we are. But from this gufa, this is a beautiful chap over here, the Gemara says. Aros mefer Let's see if I can get there. Oh. So it says like this in the Passover. Right? We learned the Passover. She already has Nidorim before. So this Passover we said, Vimhoyasiya is talking about Erosin. It's the green, right? I don't remember the colors anymore. The middle one. Green. Talking about Erosin. And she already, she already has Nadarim. And the chasin, husband, whatever you call him, he could be made for it. Kaidman. He could be made for Kaidman. So how's it possible? So here's the chap. The Torah says that an engaged guy could be made for pre-existing Nadarim. And a married guy cannot. So what's going on here? Somebody who's married has less power than a chassan? A chassan has more power than a married guy? How's it possible? When you're married, she's yours and only yours. There's no, you're, not, you're not sharing your b'shutzvah, says the Gemara says. So when you're married, you cannot be made fair. Let me understand this, says the Gemara. When you're married, you can't be made for a pre-existing nether. But when you're engaged, it could. It makes no sense. So how do you explain it? How does it make sense? It makes perfect sense. Because you're doing it together with the father. And there is no kaitman by a father. He's with this girl for her entire life. He's her, he knew her before she existed. So Mela, that's the pshat. This is our raya. There's a raya that what? It's impossible logically to say that a chasen could be made for a kaitman. And a married guy cannot be made for a kaidim. So the only way to explain that a chasen can be made for a kaidim is if it's together with the father who he has more rights than the, the husband because he was there before. There is no kaidim. And here's a raya that a father is made for together with a husband. Before we finish, I just want to say real quickly because it says the word shutfas here. And I was thinking about on, on Friday night, it says when you say vayichulu, say vayichulu on Friday night, you become a shutif. So those who say that when you say Kiddush, stop throwing it out there, it's a week late, you probably forget next week. When you say Kiddush, you, it's, a, it's gula to think 
in terms of asking Akash Baruch Hu for special things, because you're Shutaf then. You can ask a Shutaf for things. It's a special time of Shutaf is Rabbi side. Welcome to all the guests. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.15 sharp.